It's, it's, it's just so, so that they can sell different I'm not figures. disagreeing <laughs> with you, but they made a really good story that... Did not make it into the movie, because all he says is, you probably didn't recognize me because of my red arm. Well, no, it's the reason it's not in the movie is because they made like a C-3PO side piece. That I am not going to watch. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's, it's a comic book. It's I, a comic. I, I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> like, that's not... That does not make it a good choice in the movie. Let's talk R2-D2 about... R2-D2 comes up and beeps. He's like, you probably didn't recognize me with my Yeezys on. <laughs> oh, Let's stop talking about spoilerific stuff none of that's spoilerific get, well we had some spoilerific conversation before we started talking about 3po but you know let's get into the non-spoilery stuff for our new listeners binge why don't you tell us who you are i'm binge i'm an analyst here in nashville and i'm actually not disappointed with this movie <laughs> i'm rick fox i am an aspiring author and i might have cried after this movie <laughs> I'm Josh, an analyst here in Nashville, uh, and I'm about as salty as those red salt mines. And we're opinionated! And tonight, we are going to do our first impressions on Star Wars The Last Jedi. Now, th- for those that don't know what our first impressions are, we're going to be doing a, a shorter review of The Last Jedi, in which we're not going to go into any spoilers. It's, it's just going to be our spoiler-free thoughts on the movie, kind of our our first impressions um, and our immediate takeaways without going into too many of the details. So you don't have to worry about us spoiling any specific plot points or anything. We're going to make sure not to delve into that too much. But uh, I will start us off asking, uh, guys, what were your thoughts going into it? So you'd you'd come off of The Force Awakens, uh, and I know you guys both had some different opinions on that. What were your thoughts going into The Last Jedi after seeing The Force Awakens and seeing the the trailers for The Last Jedi? I was personally not super hyped going in. I was going in hoping for a good movie and not a lot more. Like when The Force Awakens came out, I was incredibly excited. I actually traveled down to Georgia to see this movie with a friend that night. Um, and I was glad I did because I had a really good time. But the more I watched the, the Force Awakens, the less impressed with it I became. And Rogue One did certain things really, really well. Go Go listen to that review. But other things I think you know, left me kind of cold about it and it kind of left me cold as a whole. So going into this movie, I was a little trepidatious about it. And there were certain theories that I uh, thought were likely that made me very worried about it. Like specifically, you know, it's a, it's a going theory that Luke dies in this movie. And that is something who, like I come to Star Wars for the Jedi. I, I have wanted to be Luke Skywalker since the first time I saw my first Star Wars movie, Return of the Jedi. Like he is a monumental character in in my makeup as a as a person in a certain way. So like he he is a big big deal to me, and I'm, you know, I was a little bit scared about that going in. Okay, Bench, how about you? Uh, I was, I really wanted to see this movie. I was amped and ready to go for the movie that we were all told that this was going to be through uh, the all the trailers and everything that I'd seen. I mean, I still really enjoyed this movie, uh, but it's different than what the trailers portray it to be, I think, personally. 
Um, there's there's a lot more comedy in this than I was expecting. I mean, I know that they had. I agree. There was a surprising amount of comedy in this. Yeah, where I mean, there there's jokes and one-offs throughout the entire Star Wars series, but it seems, and this could just be uh, looking back on the older films with like not, you know, with them not being fresh in my mind. I don't remember them being as funny and like or is like trying to make as many jokes as they as they as it seemed to do in this one how did those jokes work for you guys overall uh this comes into one of my main issues that i had with the movie is that i think i i don't think that stars star wars is something that has to be taken super seriously i think that you can have a lot of comedic moments in star wars agreed uh, and and you get that in the previous movies some more successful than others. I think that uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 have a lot of comedic moments together in the original three. Um, and I think that that works a whole lot better than the comedic relief Jar Jar is supposed to be in The Phantom Menace. Or like You, you get examples where sometimes having comedic relief works really well and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think my issue in this movie is that I think it's poorly written. The dialogue specifically is poorly written. Um, and I think that extends into a lot of the humor. For me, some of the things I noticed were a lot of the times you'd get characters saying specifically, I feel this way. So like, I feel angry or this scares me instead of expressing that through like discussing what's going on and that fear or anger coming out through the way that they're emoting or from the way that they're acting. And I think that that's just weak dialogue. Um, And I think that that extends into a lot of the humor. Uh, There are some scenes that I think work and connect for me and, and are funny, but as a whole, I think a lot of the humor in this falls flat. That's not to say that it shouldn't be there. I just think that it could have been done better. I, I come at it from a different tack. I laughed at almost every joke that was in the movie. I, I really enjoyed a lot of the humor that was in this, but a lot of that humor did not feel of a piece with the, either the prequel trilogy or the original trilogy. It it felt very different stylistically from those movies. And I, almost like Guardians of the Galaxy, where, a they little try, bit, where yeah. they're trying to get in as many jokes as they can, but also be serious. To a certain degree, yeah. And I think that this movie did a good job of balancing the tone of those funny moments with the rest of the movie like we talked about in Thor Ragnarok how the jokes got to be to a point where it took away from the movie as a whole and I don't feel like that's the case with the comedy in this movie there's a lot of comedic moments that I think work really well and in some ways help sell the tone of certain scenes in certain aspects of the movie um, it's definitely as, it's definitely a different step from the Star Wars we've got in the past though like it, it's it not absolutely the, is like yes. there is a lot more humor in this movie than in previous ones there is um now, it, it might work for some folks and it might not for others, but regardless of whether you enjoy the humor, it's just a fact that there's a lot more of it in the movie. And it's different from the kind of humor that I think you would see in previous movies. Yeah. I think a certain amount of that is that there are parts of this movie that just do not take themselves seriously in certain ways. And you might see that a little bit with, say, Yoda, and, and you know, he doesn't always take himself seriously, especially in uh, Empire Strikes Back, for example. Mm-hmm. But... It, you know, and there's certain similar ideas that are being played with. I mean, it's not a spoiler that Luke and Ray train together for, for a certain amount of time. So, you know, like there's a certain amount of Luke in the Yoda role. And I think that's intentional in how they kind of contrast and compare him with uh, how Yoda was in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, how we've seen a Jedi teach. Exactly. Teach. And I think that a lot of that works really well. In fact, I mean, 
I enjoyed that portion of the movie personally more than probably anything else. Yeah, and, and I agree. Uh, my first impression of this movie is that it's not one I particularly enjoyed. But I will say that the the parts of the movie that involve the Jedi um, and the Sith, so the parts that involve Luke or Rey or Kylo Ren, like those are the parts that I really enjoy. This is a movie that, although I didn't enjoy it, there are still scenes that I was just blown away by and want to watch again. Um, and all of those scenes involve the Jedi. And I think those are the strongest scenes. That's where we get our strongest action. That's where we get our strongest humor. Um I really enjoy you're talking specifically about the scenes where Luke and uh, Ray are training together and I really enjoyed that those those portions of the movie now we also as is shown in the trailers there's a lot to deal with the, uh, the rebellion and the resistance that's going on and without getting into any spoilers for me that's the part that's the weakest of this movie and because it feels like it takes up a lot of time in the movie that's one of the reasons I don't enjoy it as much is because I feel like those are very weak and the storylines that go that, that are happening there feel very cookie cutter Disney. Like they feel like I can, I, I there, there are characters who behave in certain ways where I'm like, okay, I know what's going to happen with this character, give or take, maybe not the specific th- actions or events that are going to happen, but I know that this pr- maybe this character gets his comeuppance or this character learns a lesson or, or whatever. And it feels too Disney cookie cutter to me. And, and, and I really, I don't enjoy the portions of the movie that deal with the, the rebellion. That's not to say it's not visually striking because I think the movie as a whole is, is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um, but just from a story perspective, I, I really don't enjoy those parts of the movie. I think that there are a lot of uh, the side plots that kind of end up going nowhere, in my opinion. Um, I think they work thematically for what's going on overall, um, but that's difficult to say more about without going to spoilers. What I'll say is that um, I'm disappointed with the way that Finn's contributions to the movie are handled. Um, I think that he could have been given a more interesting part to play and i think that he could have been handled better and side characters around him could have been handled better on the other hand i really enjoyed what they did with poe and i think that they did a good job of taking the character that he was in force awakens and letting you see more of that and giving you more of uh his personality and letting you see more of what goes on with him um i i I don't necessarily it's weird trying to explain it without going into specific details i like Poe as a character and I like where he starts and I like where he ends and I think that's interesting but and again it's difficult without going into specifics but the way that he gets there isn't as interesting to me it it feels too obvious as to what's going to happen and it feels too cliche the interactions he's having with people which is odd to me because I think I feel the opposite. I think that there are some brave choices they make with that character and what they do with him that are pretty unexpected and pretty unusual for someone in the situation that he's put in. I, but I, I just I we, feel again, like I feel like I've seen that character arc we, in other movies. We really cannot get any I'm, further into it yeah. without spoilers. Like that's just the the way the long and short one of it. One of the one of the things you mentioned earlier kind of struck home with me is that you watched you watched Star Wars for the Jedi. And I think that's that's also what I come into it for. And for me, there just wasn't enough Jedi in this Last Jedi. I'm I'm surprised by that because I think that the the Jedi and the Force portions of this movie are 
significant. I mean, I think back on the movie and that's what I gravitate towards in my memory. Like that's almost all that I can remember. Like there are other parts of the movie, but they just don't feel like they take up much space in it. There, there are other than a few uh, things that are missteps in my opinion. And we've talked about what those are off, specifically off with the Jedi. Yes. Well, okay. no, not with the Jedi, with, with the resistance and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, there are some things that I am not sure how I feel about with what goes on with the Jedi, but I definitely can't get into that without spoilers at all. I'll, so. I'll, I'll say this. The filmmakers took some risks with with the story material. I think so. They, like, they, they took this Star Wars canon and put it in a direction that's unexpected yeah. as a whole, especially with a lot of the details that, that mm-hmm. we've been given or grown accustomed to in the past, which I think is interesting because now I, I'm not someone who's gone and read every book in the Star Wars extended universe or anything like <laughs> or that. Or either of the Star Wars expanded universes at this point. <laughs> right. But it's my understanding that there's a whole lot more depth to this world than we've seen from the movies and i like the idea that they're kind of they're exploring that a bit in the movies now i don't know if what we're shown in the last jedi comes from a book or or otherwise but i think it's interesting that you know we we've been accustomed to this is the way jedi act and this is the way the force works and this is the way the sith work and this is way this is the way the empire versus resistance works or the versus rebellion works and i i feel like they took a lot of big risks in changing the direction and changing the way that some of those things work and i thought it was cool now i don't think all of them land the way that they should but i think but i can appreciate the way that they took risks in in directing this material in a new way especially when a lot of the fans are diehard fans who have very strong opinions about the way this material should be treated yeah. well i i feel like ryan johnson who is the director of this one did a really good job of like trying to tell his own story but working off of and trying to like resolve all the loose ends that jj abrams left uh in the first movie i think i think he did a good job of trying to like bring this story back into like one clear kind of storyline but like because i the biggest problem i had with jj abrams and i think it's something that he does in a lot of his movies is he's like oh well here's this shiny new thing and we're gonna go after this shiny new thing or have this shiny like ooh, here's gonna be a mystery is like okay well we need to actually know we need to solve the mystery by the end of this movie or we need to know what this thing is and not leave it and just keep pushing it off and pushing it off and just pulling people into multiple movies because they want to decide which which is which is interesting because i I agree that he does that but for star wars specifically the way that it's presented in trilogies i don't necessarily think you have to have the resolution or all the pieces to that you you're able to get you're able to get a lot of the pieces of the puzzle later on in in movie two or movie three and we, we see that in the original trilogy where they, they they cap those off and it doesn't feel rushed. I think in this one, you're right. Ryan, is it Ryan Johnson? Yeah. He does do a good job of tying up several loose ends from the previous movie, but it doesn't feel clever. It doesn't feel clever like it did to me. I don't, I, I don't remember there being any glaring like mysteries from like uh, New Hope 
to Empire Strikes Back. And, and that's what I'd like to jump off of. Like, um, so one of the biggest problems I had with The Force Awakens is that it is not a standalone movie. It is very clearly the first of a trilogy, and that does not fit with what I think works really well with the original trilogy. I'm not going to talk about the befouled horribleness that is the prequel trilogy, but I <laughs> but I think that with the original trilogy... They have good moments. No, they don't. Um, they have now tolerable moments. pod racing. <laughs> Just... Oh, I feel sick. Just anyway, um, yeah. but with the Force no, Awakens, McGregor is good. No, okay, so Force Awakens. Let me get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> it it is very clearly the first movie of a trilogy, and one of the things that made me most trepidatious about the future of this trilogy is that it came out that they did they made that movie and made that story without knowing where it was going to go. So J.J. Abrams set up these mysteries without a clear answer to them in mind, and that to me as a writer is not uh it, it's it feels it's lazy it's not times. that it, it's not that it feels lazy it's that it is difficult to set that kind of thing and then have a satisfying answer if you ha- are not building to that satisfying answer it's very difficult to lay clues like, and groundwork for an answer that doesn't exist it's yet. like starting a painting and having someone else come to finish it it's like well Without telling them what without the, telling them the, what, the what it was a painting, the painting of, was. yeah, right. And so that that really made me scared. Now I think that Ryan Johnson did an excellent job of handling some of those mysteries, and some of them went in directions that I just found shocking. Honestly, like uh, I can't get any more specific on it, but there's a couple of answers in this story that are so out of the box from what I expected that I am still not entirely sure I believe the answer that we're given. Like, it's, it's to that degree. And I think that that is a very interesting and very brave choice to make with this type of movie. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Ryan Johnson did a really good job of breaking some of the expectations uh, that we had for this movie and, you know, for some of the characters. Yeah. Uh, I think he handled most of the characters as best as he could with what he was given to kind of start off. Mm-hmm. The exception I'd, I'd make is Finn. I don't think yes. Finn, I don't think Finn is treated well in this film. I, I, I don't think agree. he was really treated well in the first one either. But I I very much disagree with that. Yeah. I think Finn is the best character of the Force Awakens by by far, Han, far and away. Like he's got the best arc. He's got the most interesting character arc. Yeah. I think that the ending they give him in that movie is a little bit iffy. But we can get onto that when we finally get to do our full review of The Force Awakens. Right. But, um, yeah. I mean, what is what I think I like the most about the Last Jedi is that to me, I think I can in the future come down, come back, sit, put, pop this movie in, and just watch it. And I will feel satisfied when this movie ends. Like, I won't have to go to the next one and watch it. And that is definitely not true of The Force Awakens. That movie feels like it exists to set up a whole new universe. And when it came out, that's exactly maybe what we needed, is a movie that gives us hope that this Star Wars can be good again after the prequels, you know? Um, But I like that with this one, I feel like I have the complete package. And if there is another movie, which obviously there will be, I'll enjoy watching it, but this one feels complete in a way that The Force Awakens did not. See, uh, I, I disagree with you, uh, and as, it might just be personal preference, but for me, the f- there's so many small problems that I have with this with this movie, as well as the larger ones, like not really enjoying any of this time spent with the Rebellion. 
Um, I love that we keep conflating the resistance and the First Order and the Empire and the Rebellion, (laughs) because that is one of the biggest flaws with this entire thing so far, is that it's not, it's still to me not clear. Like, it was egregiously unclear who the First Order was in in Force Awakens and what the resistance was, but it is still to me unclear what these two are like which one is How in control the of the galaxy work. like who which one is actually more powerful like there's so many things about that yeah. that are unclear in a way that it was impressively obvious in the original movie right for me it's difficult to say that i'd want to sit down and watch this again at home because the large portions of time given to the rebellion I, I don't find enjoyable. There's a lot of other small nitpicky things that I could list that I don't really enjoy. And honestly, if I'm comparing The Last Jedi to The Force Awakens, I enjoyed a lot of the set pieces in The Force Awakens a lot more. I enjoyed the lightsaber fights as a whole in The Force Awakens more than I mean, in this one. Really? Because even the even the big one like because i mean there's always going to be a big big fight that stands out in your mind the, so i the don't think that's big a big fight in this is really really cool and i really like it mm-hmm. but if i'm comparing the two i i and again it's personal right. preference i i liked the space battles in the force awakens a whole lot more and and the dog fighting in oh. in the Force Awakens a whole lot more than in this. I can't one. remember a space battle in The Force Awakens, and I watched it literally days ago. <laughs> it's it's at the very end when uh, oh when Maz, they're doing the Death Star one again. They're at the very well, end. There's and also, oh Maz, okay, and there's also no, yeah. Dog when when Poe shows yeah. up at Maz, that is legit. Awesome. I'll, I'll give you that. I liked the the grunt versus grunt. You know the the traitor. Yeah, the rebellion yeah. lackeys versus the stormtroopers. Okay. I liked yeah. that more That's... in The Force Awakens. There were more pieces of The Force Awakens that I had a good time watching than there were in The Last Jedi. I would rather sit down and watch The Force Awakens again than The Last Jedi. Now, that's not to say there aren't scenes that I don't that I really enjoy in The Last Jedi. There are. There are scenes that I will probably if it's out on Netflix or or Redbox, I'll I might get it and fast forward to those scenes. But I, I just don't see myself wanting to watch the entire movie again. Well, that's sort of ju- that's an easy way to segue into my next point. Well, I say that I think this movie is a complete thing. I don't know how often I will watch it. This movie hit me pretty hard emotionally, personally. Um, and I think that is a strength of it. But at the same time, I don't know how easy it will be for me to just pop in and watch as sort of a, a blockbuster popcorn movie. And I don't sure. think that, you know, traditionally I feel like the the mold that was set by the original trilogy is that the middle chapter is the dark one, the one that's a little harder to watch. And I feel like that's definitely a possibility for people with this movie. There is There are things that are darker than usual, despite all the comedy and that kind of thing. Um, so I don't know that I will want to just like pop this one in and watch it, but at the same time, I do feel like it is a more complete package than The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens feels like it is exists to set up another movie. This movie doesn't feel like it exists only to set up more movies. That that's, that's fair. It, it doesn't yeah. like just it, open all these mysteries and say like, "Hey, won't this be cool when we tell you about that?" That's sort of what I mean. Like it yeah, ties the, up the, a lot first... of loose ends and leaves you in a spot where it will be cool to see where the story continues, but it doesn't like. It's not like uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 2, where all of the things <laughs> are 
only there so that you will watch Pirates of the Caribbean 3, you know? Right. Yeah, the first one felt very sequel baity um to me, whereas this one, yes, they leave stuff open, but they but he uh, Ryan Johnson tries to tell a story that can fit in this movie. You are right and and I can agree to that. But and and and, and, that, and, and the that's Force more... Awakens definitely gets points knocked off for being sequel baby. I, yeah, I absolutely I mean, agree. Yeah, that's so cuz if I'm talking about already... which film do I enjoy watching more? I still enjoy watching The Force Awakens more than I enjoyed watching The Last Jedi. And I, I it's not perfect by any yeah. means, but if I had to pick between the two, which of which of them am I, am I popping in my DVD player? I'm going to pick The Force Awakens. I think for me, I, I'm i not, because I feel the storytelling in The Force Awakens is not as strong. Uh, you kind of brought up that, you know, Faye, uh, that Rey is a little bit of a Mary Sue in that movie. She, you know, kind of does everything that ha- that she tries to do seems to work out vastly in her favor. Even the things that she screws up seem to work incredibly well in her favor. And she seems to have very little um, trouble to using the force in ways that people that are obviously trained have trouble with. Mm-hmm. And so those things make that movie less enjoyable to me. And in and I think that they did a very good job of course correcting for me with this new movie. Um they do an excellent job of handling Ray. I, I really enjoyed Ray in the first movie. I wanna I wanna make that clear. She's I think Daisy Ridley did an excellent job of making that character stand out and be charming. Yeah. And if anything, she's only made that even stronger in this movie. So I I really enjoy that in both. But I think that her character, because she is not as, quote unquote, Mary Sue-ish, she's much stronger and much more interesting to me. So um, do you guys want to get kind of into our final thoughts and and recommendations about the movie? Yeah, let's get into our recommendations. So I I get this is the portion where we're just going to give kind of a thumbs up, thumbs down. Do we recommend you go see this in theaters? And I guess I'll start off. Um... I know that I might be an outlier with my opinion, and I'm okay with that. I, I rate movies based on how much I enjoyed watching them, and that often leads me to recommending bad movies or not recommending good movies. So in this instance, I could be wrong, but I'm just going to speak from my own experience. Uh, it's a beautiful movie, but for me, there were just too many things in it that I just really didn't enjoy, and there were large swaths of the movie that were boring to me. Uh, and so I have a hard time recommending going and seeing it in theaters. I think it's definitely something to watch, especially if you're a Star Wars fan. Um, and if if what you care about is beautiful set pieces, well, then this is your movie because, man, this movie is gorgeous. So if that's what you care about and you're a Star Wars fan, sure, go see it. But for me, it just wasn't entertaining enough to justify paying 15 bucks for a ticket. Vince, you want to go next? Yeah, I can go next. Um, I agree with Josh on the fact that this is a very beautiful film <laughs> that has, and I, I really enjoy a lot a lot of the large set pieces, the action sequences, the dogfights. I don't understand Josh's feeling towards them, but I really enjoyed them. I thought those dogfights were, especially, I think the one that we kind of open with um, towards the beginning of the movie. I thought that was amazing. I think it's cool. I just I'm thinking I'm comparing it to the ones in the Force Awakens, specifically when Poe kind of swoops in last minute to save Finn and the gang. And but uh, but, but just now comparing them, I prefer the one in Force Awakens. Not 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 saying that it's necessarily bad in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. But sorry, well, go ahead. But I mean, I I like seeing it uh, where 
I mean, in this one, we kind of see it kind of from his perspective, where we don't really necessarily see that. We ca- we see that dog fights and that's in that scene specifically from you know Finn's the ground perspective and yeah. watching it in the air. I really enjoy seeing uh, seeing this dog fight from Finn's perspective, and we get to see Kylo, you know, in action, you know, flying and being part of a dog fight as well. And I thought that was really good. Um, and was really enjoyable. And that's just the, within like the first 15 minutes of the movie. And I think they do, uh, Ryan Johnson does a really good job of trying to tie up loose ends that the, that JJ Abrams left. And he does it in an interesting way. Um, you, you're gonna, if you're expecting the movie that's in the, from my perspective, if you are expecting the movie as it's told to you, what it will be from the trailers, you will be disappointed but I had a feeling that the movie would be vastly different than what's in the trailers. And I really, and I had a good time. I really enjoyed this movie. I would recommend everybody to go see this movie. I'm not sure I can understand some of Josh's complaints about the movie, but they aren't detrimental, detrimental enough for me to say, don't go the, don't go see this movie. All right, Rick, how about you? I am a diehard star Wars fan. I have read huge amounts of the EU of the original and I've started some of the, the newer um, expanded universe. I've read comics about Star Wars. I've played video games about Star Wars. I have like spent long hours on Wikipedia reading about how lightsabers are constructed. You've slept in your little Star Wars pajamas. You joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, he still wears them to this day. And I, because of that, I am well aware of how divisive the Star Wars fan community can be. Um, and I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people who have not enjoyed this movie. And I think for the most part, I see where they're coming from. There are definitely things that are not as enjoyable as they could be in this movie. Um, but what I come to a Star Wars movie for is the Jedi. And I think that this movie handles the Jedi as well as they've ever been handled in a movie. Um, in, in some ways, this is, in my opinion with how the force is handled and how it's talked about and the the t- discussions of it are near if not equal to the those in empire strikes back and that's a high compliment com- coming from me um i'm a huge huge luke fanboy as i've as we've said mm-hmm. and i think that this may be in many ways the best movie that his character has been a part of i there are things in this movie that i absolutely adore and it's entirely because of that and how well mark hamill's performance is in it um and one thing that we didn't really talk about but you know uh is sort of the elephant in the room is carrie fisher and her passing and her character in the movie and i think that all of that was handled extremely well by the movie and i really like her character and again that's another one that i think this may be the in some ways the best leia of of star wars movies so there are so many things that I think are excellently done. But again, I can understand where people who uh, dislike and even hate this movie are coming from. There are big parts of this movie that don't work nearly as well as they could. I can defend them from a storytelling perspective and from a thematic perspective, but I can completely uh, understand why someone would dislike them. All that said, 
go see the movie if for no other reason <laughs> than because you'll have something to talk about and have some interesting discussions with people. And I think that this movie is a movie worth talking about because there's a lot of really cool ideas in here and there's a lot of really cool filmmaking in here. And there's a lot of, honestly, in some ways, brave storytelling with a movie that is as... Um, as important as this movie is from like a marketing and, and business perspective. Like I can't imagine Marvel making this type kind of movie with, uh, with the Avengers or something like that. I, I think that, you know, this is a far cry from, from most Marvel movies that come out these days. And so I'm, I'm impressed by it in a lot of ways. So yeah, definitely go see it. All right. Well, that has been our, our first impressions on star Wars. I just wanted to say real quick, Andy Serkis, at, like all, all the most of the performances in this movie are freaking phenomenal. Andy Serkis as Snoke, uh, Adam Driver as Kylo Ren does a great job. Oh, we yeah. didn't really talk about them at Kylo all. Kylo Ren does continues to be one of my favorite Sith in the entire movie, like series. But just, just, but I just wanted to <laughs> like give them their due because yeah. I think the performances in this movie are top-notch that's especially, true especially from the main characters that's true the, the performances are are phenomenal and you know who else you know who else has phenomenal performances us on oh our i'm podcast. shocked <laughs> and you oh can, wow finally a good segue there we go and you can find more of our podcast <laughs> we missed you josh <laughs> on our website opinionatedpodcast.com additionally we're on social media at opinioncast on twitter and opinionated podcast on facebook you can reach us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys. Uh, feel free to send us an email or a message letting us know what you thought of The Last Jedi and whether you thought we were correct or incorrect in our yeah, assessment Yeah, let us know it. that you don't like Josh's opinion and <laughs> that you like ours. I mean, if that's, you know, if that's what you think, then let me know. Um, additionally, if you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes. That's by far the best way we have of reaching out to new, new listeners. Aside from you guys, just sharing us with your friends. Uh, we always appreciate you guys listening to us. And until next time, we're opinionated. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.